Hey there, it's Tony Dean. Welcome back to the Dear Fat, You Don't Own Me podcast. We just finished recording the last podcast, and oh my gosh, it is, when you hear this, I've been working on this for a long time, and when you hear this, it's just going to blow your mind. Uh, it's a little different than what you've listened to in the past. This looks a little bit more like investigative reporting, and so this is probably something that you might do well exercising with this, but it might be better to listen to this while you're on a casual walk outside or you are folding laundry or cleaning up your garage or something like that. When you get to the end, and guys, hang in there until you get to the end. You're going to see how I put these pieces together. And as these pieces come together, when you get to the end, odds are you are going to feel incredibly deceived. When you look at what is wrong with the broken weight loss industry, you're just going to look at it and go, I mean, you're going to gasp for breath and go, it can't really be happening like that. But you'll see that, I mean, you can just look up what I'm talking about on the web. It's, it's very easy to verify what I'm going to be telling you, but you will be stunned. You will be questioning how, how something like this can even be legal. And it's really important that you understand this information and how the industry is broken because it's going to show you why dieting is hard. And the next time that somebody tries to fool you, the next time that somebody tries to deceive you, instead of falling into that trap, you'll be able to tell the difference between somebody that can help you and somebody that only cares about lining their pockets. Now, as we get into this, you're going to hear that the company that gets picked on the most is Weight Watchers. If you're a person that works at Weight Watchers or you love Weight Watchers, I want you to know I have nothing against Weight Watchers, especially the company that Gene Neidich created back in the 60s. That Weight Watchers, like the soul of Weight Watchers, was a beautiful, beautiful thing. But it has changed significantly and is not run the same way that it was the first 15 years that she was building it. There are a lot of really good people that work at Weight Watchers, people that do care. And so the question is, you wonder, well, after you listen to this, you're going to say, well, if those people care, why are they passing that information that you're going to learn in this? Why are they passing that around to people? How could they possibly do that? Well, remember, these people, all they're doing is just following orders from up the chain. Somebody up the chain says, this is what you've got to tell people. That's what they tell them. They're just following leadership, but there's a lot of good people. And I don't want to say, I'm not trying to say that there isn't. In fact, what I want you to do is I want you to take the facts of this and then make your own decisions. As you listen to this, you may find some little piece of information that I didn't verify properly. And if that happens, let me know. I'll amend it on here. But I think you're going to see that pretty much everything on here, if not every single detail, is easily verified and unbelievably true. I, I still can't believe that this can happen. Oh, and there is one last thing I want to say to Weight Watchers. I sent you guys a letter a long time ago when my company was building. We have the solution to this problem. That's why all these people are doing so great at this unprecedented rate on my program. You want to find out how to actually solve this problem? Call me because I'll show you because there's a solution. It's just not the direction that you're going or most of the industry is going right now. All right, it's time to do it. Put on your seatbelt. You are not going to believe what you're going to hear. Okay, here we go. We're starting the next podcast. And on with me is Nurse Jen. Nurse Jen, say hello. Hey, everybody. So, Jen, my exercise today was <laughs> I did not run outside because it is still freaking so cold in Nebraska. In fact, this yeah. week, the average temperature is supposed to be like 50. It, it's been like 7, 8, 9, 10, 15 degrees. And so I ran on the treadmill. What did you do for your exercise today? Oh, I haven't done it yet because I ran to church, but 
tonight I'm going to be on the treadmill. I wanted to go outside, but it is so damn cold. Yeah. We're supposed to get like minus in wind chill, I think, tonight. It's awful. What is your average temperature now this time of year? Um, we've been running upper 20s. And it, actually, it's been colder than normal. We never have snow this time of year. It is just insane. And well, we're supposed to be getting more snowfall like midweek. Well, talking about the cold is a perfect segue into what this podcast is going to be about. One of the reasons that because there is something very cold that has been, in my opinion, that has been done to the American public. And I'm going to give you on this podcast, and Jenna, I'm, I'm really, I know you have not heard all these facts yet, because I obviously haven't told you yet. And I know you don't know all this, but I'm, I'm dying to hear your opinion and see if you have the same feeling about this that I have, because there has recently been this huge cash grab where it seems like business people will do absolutely anything to create a situation where they can squeeze as much cash out of this broken industry as possible and maybe not be very concerned about what actually happens to the people that they're trying to serve. Now, that, that doesn't surprise me, any of that at all. Well, wait till you hear the data here in a minute. The, the company that we're going to be talking about during this is Weight Watchers. And now it's really important that if you love Weight Watchers or you're on Weight Watchers, I want you to understand, it's okay if you love Weight Watchers and Weight Watchers is working for you. My program, I love it. Lots of people have success, but I know there have been people that have had Weight Watchers or had success on Weight Watchers. And if you are, I want you to have success with that. I want you to keep doing it. What I'm trying to do here today is I'm trying to give you some facts, not just about this company, but specifically about how it has changed throughout the years so that you can get a clearer picture of why it is so hard to diet successfully. The industry that you are surrounded by, it is so, I don't want to use the word corrupt, but you'll have to use your judgment at the end of it. You tell me if, if when we get done this, if you don't think that what I've told you, that you would describe that as corrupt, or if you would look at that and go, that just has to be illegal. Like when I go through these facts, Jen, when we get to the end, I'm going to ask you this question, okay? And I'm going to mm -hmm. want your opinion. Does okay. this feel like somebody should actually be in jail? For what has happened. I mean, it's oh, that oh, yeah. egregious. It's just, it's insane. So, oh my God. so here You've we go. You've got me very, very anxious here. Well, <laughs> it's, I mean, I, I've been, I've been aware of this for a long time and years ago, I mean, over the years through people on the program, I've written about this a lot of different times, but I've never put it all in one spot like this. And just recently something has happened because everybody know oh, the whole situation with Oprah. Something has happened that it just looks like the biggest cash grab. Like this company will do absolutely anything that in their power to get as much money out of the system without any real concern of what happens to the people that they're trying to help. Now, again, this is my opinion. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you facts and the facts that I'm going to give you, some of them I'm going to tell you where you can look them up, but you'll see pretty much everything that I'm about to tell you right now. You can just go to the web and search it and it'll pop right up. So, let me give you a little information about Gene Neidich. Do you know the name Gene Neidich, Jen? No, no. Gene Neidich was the creator of Weight Watchers. And okay. she is a super, super interesting woman. In 1963, she founded Weight Watchers. And she started it because she basically went on this diet that was provided by the state of New York. And when she went, she lost 20 pounds. They basically just preached, you know, eating a little bit better and... You weren't supposed to eat any sweets and you were supposed to stay away from alcohol. 
And she did a lot of that. But the problem that she, the reason she didn't like that program specifically, uh, or she didn't love it, was because they also suggested that, um, she should, that the people in the group should not communicate with one another. And she thought that was crazy. So here she is losing weight. And everybody has to be real quiet and they can't talk to one another and say anything. And she thought that's insane. And the other thing was, is they were saying you can't have sweets. It's all no, 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 no. And she, there were these specific cookies that she liked that she wanted to eat. So she thought basically what we do on our, our basically what we do on our plan, which is why don't we use the knowledge of the group? Why don't we get these people to these people together and we'll actually talk and solve problems together? And we'll make it okay to eat cookies. You know, we're not going to take alcohol and cookies away from people that want to have alcohol and cookies. So we're just going to get control of what we're eating. And we're going to use the, the group to build, you know, a bigger knowledge base so that we can help each other solve problems. Gene mm-hmm. Neidich more or less ran or opened the company or, or ran or opened the company and was the figurehead of it until about 1978. So there's about a 15 year window during that time the company was growing like crazy and it was new. So they were kind of in a newer market that wasn't as saturated as right now. But a year later, they were already franchising. In, by 1968, which was five years later, the company was public. And during that time, that 15 years, the company thrived. I've talked to people over the years because people come to us all the time that have been on Weight Watchers. But I've talked to people that were on the original Weight Watchers way back then. And they say, and when they came, when I talked to them, they say, Tony, you know, I've been on Weight Watchers five or six or seven different times. And now that I'm on your program, I want you to know this. Like I was on the program back in the seventies and what you have looks like that. It's not all the sales pitch. It's basically, you know, people helping people. There's no, nothing really gimmicky about it. And that's what it looked like. But in 1978, she was done. 15 years later, it was time to sell the company. The company that bought Weight Watchers in 1978, this thriving company that was helping people, was the Heinz Food Company. Hmm. They bought it for $72 million. Now, you tell me this. Mm -hmm. Okay, it was a public company. They bought it. It's now a private company. Do you see any problems with a food company, a company that sells food, buying a weight loss company? Do you see any issues there? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the, the, the food companies are all about making money and they don't care about so much about uh, the consumers, you know, if they're going to be able to advertise and put out their product, that's what their focus is. That might be a little bit of a blanket statement, but the, where they don't care about their consumers, because I mean, Heinz certainly is a well-established company and actually Heinz, uh, I love Heinz because of Heinz Field, because I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. And, and <laughs> the Pittsburgh's play on the Heinz field. So I don't hate Heinz. Okay. But I, I and Heinz may be the greatest oh. company on earth. All I know is they make ketchup. Right. And they have to make good knows. ketchup. <laughs> if you were to just look at that and say, does it make sense though, a food company buying a weight loss company in a million years, you would never say that was a good idea. I mean, it is the oh, ultimate yeah. conflict of interest. Well, yeah, that's what I, over the years, Heinz took the weight, the, the weight Watchers brand and they um, tied it to some of their foods. Do you remember when uh, you remember smart ones? Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, I do. Okay. Smart ones was a food came out by Heinz and uh-huh. uh, all this weight watchers food and, and the company grew, you know, it was on this high 
Of course, they're doing whatever they absolutely can do to create more income. By the 1990s, it was on the decline because some companies came in like Jenny Craig and mm-hmm. SlimFast and mm-hmm. Nutrisystem, and uh, they had had enough of it. At that point, they sold the company, and they sold the company for 10 mm. times what they bought it for, so for $700 million to a oh, private gosh. equity firm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now you've gone from a food company whose job it is to sell food, mm-hmm. trying to teach people to lose weight, and their job really is to eat less food. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And now it goes from there into a privately held company. And you tell me, a private equity company, a company that basically buys a company, what is their one purpose in life? Make money. Well, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's it. Yeah. A private equity company coming in and buying uh, Weight Watchers for $750 million or whatever it was, their first thought is not, okay, great. We, uh, you know, we just spent three quarters of a billion dollars. Now let's make sure everybody's getting the exact right information they need so they can lose weight, even if we lose money. You know as well as I do, nothing like that is going on. Well, yeah. Who's the company? The company, the name of the company is, it's got a weird name. It's called um, Artal Luxembourg. Oh my gosh, I've yeah. never heard of that. So this company, they want, I, well, of course you haven't. It's Again, it's just a private equity firm, okay, mm-hmm. that's trying to make money. This company then turns around and, you know, their goal is to make it bigger and so, and add more cash to, you know, their business. They turn around, so they have another IPO. And now Weight Watchers, again, instead of being a private company owned by a food company, now the people that are making the decisions is a private equity firm, okay, which should never own, like, you could almost call Weight Watchers like a, a diet utility. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They, they own this company and they make it public again. By the way, do you remember back then? You remember when Sarah Ferguson, the Duchess of York? Yes, I <laughs> do, do. Do you remember? <laughs> yeah. That was, she was actually, she actually uh, uh, was part of endorsing Weight Watchers for 11 years. And yeah, she was a spokeswoman for she, quite a while. She was. When you think of the people that have supported Weight Watchers over the years, mm-hmm. and so you look at her, okay, Oprah. Mm-hmm. And one of their recent people that they have uh, endorsing it, you know who DJ Khaled is? No. DJ Khaled is this huge social media guy. He has like 12 million followers. He is like okay. the king of social media. But when you look at him, I mean, he's a really talented guy, but you will see. We're getting advice from Oprah, who has the same problem that all of us have. We're getting advice from DJ Khaled, who when you see him, you'll see you'll see. He clearly is not the guy that has information on, he's very overweight. I'm sure he's a great guy and I have no problem with people being overweight because we want to help. But the thing is, that's not the guy that we need to go to for information about losing weight. Oprah's had this problem, as we know, like all these years. Mm -hmm. Why in the world are they pulling these people in to get us to buy their stuff when they're actually not the ones that can help us? And you know what the answer to that is. What is it? Because they have followers. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, this is true. People follow Who DJ Khaled. People follow Oprah. What were we going to say? Who was that? Um, there was an actress, though, that was quite successful at losing weight on Weight Watchers. Um, yeah, you're talking about, I, uh, I know who you're talking about. 
She won a Grammy. She's a singer. Yes, 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 yes. And and she she was a good spokesperson she, for that. She actually is a good spokesperson for it. It is super awesome to see somebody like that jump in and actually yeah. and actually do it. You're absolutely yeah. right. And 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 that's a that's a great success story. This is actually why at the beginning, because when I give you the rest of these facts in a minute, they're gonna blow your mind. This is why at the beginning what I was saying is is that if you're doing well on Weight Watchers, like keep doing it. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not trying to steer you away from that. I'm trying to show you a broken system. A food company owning a diet company. That's a problem. In 1996, when, or 1996, when Heinz sold Weight Watchers, okay? Or, uh, mm-hmm. not, or when they sold it. They also sold Weight Watchers magazine at a different time to Time, Inc. So at that time, okay, this new private equity company owned Weight Watchers. Time Inc. owned the magazine because they're trying to sell magazines. And Heinz mm-hmm. Food retained the right to put Weight Watchers on their food. So now Weight Watchers is chopped up into three different sections. We could get one piece of information from the magazine company that owns their magazine, which was Time Inc. at the time. We could get an entirely different piece of information from the private equity firm that is actually administering the diet to the public And of course, they're going to say what they need to do so that they can make money. And then Heinz Food is making food and putting the Weight Watchers stamp on it, which again is like a third offshoot now. Like all these different pieces, uh, different pieces of information coming from different places. Okay. What my concern is this. I, you know, I hear all this and my mind is just swirling with all these names that you're telling me and, and everything. But what is crazy is, how do you get the continuity? How do you get to the, the meat of this and really get the information out there that needs to be when you've got all these offshoots of, of information and people that want to have their own vested interest in, in this company? How do you make it all come together and make it make sense for the people? That's, that's the whole problem. That's why people yeah. are so confused when they're trying to diet because they're, get, they're receiving all this information from these different places and people are saying what they have to do to sell something. When, yeah. when in fact, we, like Jean Neidich, when she started the program, like she knew what worked and the people before her yeah. that didn't sell crazy things, they know work. And what we do in, in our program, it works yeah. because we take all of this out. You stop trying to sell people everything. And what it comes down to is that there's a certain amount of food that you need to eat. And like Jean Knight, she liked these, I think they were called Malamar cookies or something. If you like Mm -hmm. those cookies, you can eat them. You just have to get control of the math problem that is your body. So you're not eating too much of it. And you got to do a little bit of exercise. You know, one of the things that we do in our program is that we, you have to write down what you're eating and you have to know how many calories you're eating. I mean, most people would just call that calorie counting. Well, Mm -hmm. Jean Knight, when the company was growing like crazy, that's what they did. They tracked and weighed their food to figure out what was going on. So they got control of the math. But now what you've got is you've got these giant companies come in that are beholden to their stockholders that are making decisions based off of whether or not they're going to make money. So let's go a little further into the future now. So now we get to uh, in, in 2000, the private equity firm bought the rights back to Weight Watchers magazine. Again, you can search all this. You'll find this all on the web. And there's absolutely a chance that something I read here was wrong, but you'll see. 
you'll be able to research this information and find it in several different spots. Okay, so 2010, the industry is more competitive than it has ever been. Weight Watchers, which is owned by this private equity firm, but is a publicly traded company. So it's really owned by the stockholders, but the main stockholder would be this private equity firm. Inter or announces the point plus program. Okay. Mm -hmm. Or the, uh, yeah, the points plus program, the points plus program was actually a change from the original points program. Do you know when the points program came out? No. The year after it was sold to Heinz because Heinz comes out and this is what I would guess. Hein comes out and they're looking at Weight Watchers and they see, how can we sell this to people and make it more palatable? I always called when, like years ago, we were 14 years ago when we started this and people would, when we talk about the points program, I would always describe it as this. It's a dumbed down version of what you need to know to lose your weight. Instead of learning what has carbs or what has fiber, you just look at something and go, that's two points. Now, I personally don't think you learn enough by doing that, but by doing that, they were able to take that company from something they bought for 70 million to something they were able to sell for 700 million. But then when we get to the time it's 2010, the industry has changed. There's more competition. They need something better than points plus. We can't just rely on old things that work. We got to add more to it. And so they came out with, instead of points, points plus. And you were on Weight Watchers. Do you remember what points plus was? Yeah. You have you have this little like slide ruler thing and everything, um, depending on the calories and stuff, then it will determine how many points values it is. And they give you a certain number of points that you have that you are allowed to have for the day. But the thing is, with with my simple mind, I didn't want to have to do all that figuring. And so I went on the core program. <laughs> Tell me about the core program. The core program is a lot more dumbed down than the the points the point system so i have a narrower margin of foods that i am allowed to eat but i can eat pretty much all that i want on that very limited list and to me that was a lot easier because i didn't want to have to figure out i didn't want to have to do the numbers right and so i did the core program and Jen, I lost is 94 pounds on the core program. Which we talked about on the other podcast and then gained it yeah. all back. This is exactly why, I mean, exactly why they would have offered this. They're looking for ways to make this easier, more sellable. But the problem is, like I'm saying, it's the dumbed down version. And so you don't actually learn what you need to know later to be able to keep the weight off long term. The reason that you've kept oh. so much weight off for so long is because as you went through this program, instead of doing our program, instead of doing something like points plus that maybe takes you five minutes a day to track your food, maybe you had to spend 15 minutes a day here. But by taking that time, by not going down the dumbed down version of that path, you actually learn something. And we're mm -hmm. at this time in history where everybody's trying to find the thing that's convenient, the thing that's easy, which is exactly why they changed this, because if it's easier, people will buy it instead of giving people what they need. Now, at the points, when the points plus came out, though, they also came out with the first version of free foods. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. yep. Jen, there's only one place in the world that fruits, which they said were free at that time. There's no, only one place no, in the not. world where fruits are free, and that is at Weight Watchers. 
But in the rest of the world, in the rest of the universe, they all have calories. Yeah. Why in the world would a company that is maybe not going the direction they want because there's more con- competition, why would a company, why would they come out and say these foods, are, these foods are free when they're not? You tell me. They're trying to make it enticing. So, they, you know, people will look at that and they'll say, oh, wow, apples and oranges are free. And that's, you know, and so I'm going to go that route. I can eat all the apples I want. That's, that's the right. diet for me. If you could yeah. give me a couple foods that I could just eat for free, then I could do it. Because then when I'm hungry, I got my free foods. And yet, yeah. over all these years, as we've talked to people, you know, that started that and then, and then eventually came to our program. They all say the same thing. You know, what would happen is, sure, I would be eating those free foods or free uh, foods. And then I couldn't figure out why at the end of the week, week I wasn't losing weight. And it's because there isn't a free food. <laughs> you know? Okay. So. Except the, for maybe celery. <laughs> by the way. Okay. Here's, here's, that, I'm glad you said the celery deal. Uh, we've <laughs> obviously, this is, I don't know how you and I have never had this conversation. I, I have no idea how we've never had this conversation. I'm so glad you said that. What's, what's the myth they say about celery? Well, it's mostly water. That's, That's true. what I've heard. Have you ever heard that <laughs> celery burns more calories by chewing it than what it has? Well, hell yeah. I mean, it does. It takes quite a bit to chew that sucker. Right. But I, I do like it, but it does taste better if you smear some peanut butter on it. <laughs> There's no question about that. When you uh, when you eat celery, okay, you've heard that before that it burns more calories chewing it than you, uh-huh. than uh, than it has. Is that true? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not. Is it true? It's not. <laughs> no, no, no. This is this is exactly what we're talking about on this call. It's just more bad information that people get so that they'll yeah, you know, it's but no, it absolutely does not. So yeah. okay, so anyhow, so the points plus deal worked. People got excited about it. People started, but eventually. Oh, yeah. The business or the um, people catch up because they're not losing weight the way they want to. And in 2015, that's when Oprah came into the picture. Now, yeah. Oprah, if you're listening to this, I understand if you have to sue me for about what, what I'm about to say. Okay. Oh, geez, Tony. <laughs> Hold on. I understand if that's what you have to do. Okay. But I want to be clear. I don't hate Oprah. In fact, some of my favorite. No, she's awesome. I think Oprah's wonderful. I, I, I think that Oprah is a fabulous businesswoman and a great role model oh, for yeah. women and black women alike. For men, like I, I, so many things I've read, most I, you know, from Oprah, she's just she's she's a great business person. She is. But I don't know if Oprah ne- necessarily needs to be our dieting coach. You know what I mean? And so Oprah sees an opportunity and I don't know if they went to her or she went to them, but the agreement was in 2015 that Oprah agreed to buy a $10 stake or a 10% stake in Weight Watchers. Now, I want you to tell me if this was a weight loss move or if this was a business move when we get no, done with it's that. Obviously it's a business move. Well, listen to the think numbers. about the big name. Listen to the numbers though. The 10% stake basically resulted at the time Weight Watchers was in the dumps. The, pr- the, share, strike, the share price was $6.75, $6.79 a share. So call it $6.75. Okay, she bought 6.4 million shares. Or I actually think she bought an option to buy those shares. But they're very similar, okay? So she has the right to 6.4 million shares at a little bit under $7 a share. So she's got basically $45 million worth of Weight Watchers shares. 
Okay, wow. so what happens? Right away, there's a huge bump because people hear that Oprah's on. And the stock, it w- there was a significant increase in her wealth because of that. I, I don't think it quite doubled there, went to 10 bucks, but it went up quite a bit right away when that happened. Over the next year, the CEO that was actually running the company was not so great with the technology. And a lot of the technology that they were putting, trying to put out at the exact same time all of this was happening was not fabulous. And he eventually left the company in 2017. Now, Oprah, of course, is doing what she's supposed to be doing because she's got money invested in this. And she's talking about Weight Watchers. That's the greatest plan ever. And she knows about it because she's ne- she doesn't know anything about weight loss because she's been trying to lose weight her whole life. Okay, but for some reason, we're taking advice from her about this. Okay, but Oprah's Oprah. You know, Oprah's going to have an impact somehow. In 2017, that's that CEO left. And there's a girl by the name of Mindy Grossman that came in. Now, you've never heard that name before, have you? Uh, that name sounds really familiar. Mindy Grossman worked for giant companies like Nike. And I think she worked for Ralph Lauren. But mm-hmm. she was responsible for turning around the home shopping network. Right around 2008, when the whole world was collapsing, the financial crash, she took that company over and then built it up and took it public. Basically, took a stock that started out at 10 bucks and took it to $55. Made piles of cash, okay? She did it by bringing in, like, celebrities. Jennifer mm-hmm. Lopez, Mariah Carey, Mary J. Blige. Uh, P. Diddy, Jessica Simpson, Keith Irvin, Nicki Minaj, bringing in giant people like this Serena Williams onto the Home Shopping Network and turned that company into the Goliath that it became. Made yeah. a bunch of money and then left. In 2017, that's when she became the CEO of Weight Watchers. At that time, she had a couple things going for her. First of all, Oprah had already bought in. But Oprah's star was still not bright enough to make Weight Watchers take off. Then Mindy announces the new Weight Watchers freestyle plan. The freestyle plan basically was this. Do you already know what it is? Mm -mm. The freestyle plan was that now you can take some of your unused points and you can save them for later in the week. It's a terrible plan for dieters. It really is. But the, the killer was this. Now on the freestyle plan, 200 foods are now free. And if you, you don't know about this? <laughs> no, but 200 foods free? 200 <laughs> foods are free. That so blows me away. <laughs> I'm reading the top of the list right now. And it says, complete list, zero point foods. And it says, with over 200 zero point foods to choose from, there's always something delicious to eat. Now, these are the things that are on the list. Apples are free foods now. Fish, oh, no way. free foods now. Grapes, Fish. free foods. Grapes? Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> Eggs are free foods. No. Bananas, beans, blueberries, broccoli. All of this is free. You don't have to count any of this. Okay. Was there anybody that lost weight on this new program? Well, Jeez. that's the problem with this piece that we're doing right now is that there would be people that lose weight. Because if you look further into this, what they're saying is, okay, great. we got all these foods that are free, and it's just tons of different kinds of meat and fruit and all of it. Greek yogurt is free. Turkey breast is free. Tangerines are free. Spinach is free. Sauerkraut is free. 
I, it just goes on and on and on. There's certainly some people that would have looked at this list and still would have kind of been a little bit sensible with it. You know what I mean? And would have lost some mm -hmm. weight on accident. Yeah. But if you look at Weight Watchers stock, Weight Watchers went from $5, okay, from when Oprah bought it, six bucks when Oprah bought it, to $110 after Oprah was on and then they told the world that there are now 200 free foods. Oh, yeah. Everybody's on board. Absolutely. Everybody's on yeah. board. In fact, I, I'll never forget this. One of the people started the program, Jen, and they were in the class and they said, this, this lady said, yeah, I'm coming to this program because my friend just joined Weight Watchers and she's out of her freaking mind. And I said, why do you say that? She said, well, you saw this like crazy list of free foods that it's all free. I said, yeah, I know. It's insane. She said, well, my friend looked on there and she called me and said, we should join Weight Watchers together because eggs are free. She said, in fact, for breakfast this morning, I had 12 eggs <laughs> <laughs> because they're free. <laughs> now, somebody's got to sign off on this. And the person who would have to sign off on this would have to be the CEO. I mean, I'm not saying that's what happened, but I'm guessing before they come out with the list of 200 foods that this turnaround person that can turn companies around, that did this massive turnaround which, uh, with Home Shopping Network, she has to know that they're about to tell the whole world that half the stuff that they're eating no longer counts anymore. Well, of course, the stock goes through the roof. Oprah's stock went from $5 a share to at one time, her shares were worth $110 a share. Mm. She took an investment of $45 million and it was worth at one moment, like 400 or $450 million, like half a billion dollars. Wow. If you go to, and you can just look this up on the web and type insider trades at Weight Watchers, you mm -hmm. will see that Mindy Grossman had stock activity while that was going up. You will see that the directors and the people on the board, you will see them selling stock the whole way that that is going up. Ooh, millions wow. and millions of dollars sucked out of the system. What eventually happens is eventually people figure out that the foods aren't free and they figure it out because they're not losing weight and they're paying money. And if yeah. you look at the stock right now in the last, I don't know, maybe it's been half a year now, the stock's gone from 100, I think it was 110. It's at $20 now. Wow. Now you tell me, do you think that sounds a little bit like it should be illegal? Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> they're totally, they're totally blowing smoke up there. People bought into it, and it's so sad because they took advantage of the innocent people that, that weren't on top of things and said, oh, yeah, all this is going to work, and then they make their money, and then these poor people are left high and dry, and they find out, wow, they, they lied to me. This really didn't work. Yes, and when you that's when, robbery. It's so sad. that's the way I feel. And so yeah. when you when you read more about this, and I've seen several articles over the year, and they and they talk about this list of zero point foods. They say, well, we're not saying that you should eat all that food nonstop, okay? Oh, gee. But yet, I'm looking at the list right near list right here, and it says complete list of zero point foods, and it says 
You don't need to weigh, measure, or track any of them. Enjoy. Okay, right <laughs> there. I mean, you know, anybody that has enough that's been losing weight for a long period of time understands that kind of stuff. It's impossible. They know that it's not free, that there are calories, but there are going to be a whole chunk of people that buy into it that are not have no idea about what it's like to diet and to pay attention to food. And those are the people that got sucked into this. And to and be, and to, you're, you're absolutely right. And to be quite honest with you, that's going to be the majority of the people. The reason that they, yeah. the reason that so many people would be stung by something like this is because when you're, you, Jen, think about when you were at your heaviest. And mm -hmm. I think when I was at my worst, I mean, that feeling of being lost, like, Desperate. yeah, like you just feel like you're drowning. And if anybody throws you yeah. a rope where you can pull yourself out, you're like, whatever, I'll grab whatever you throw. I'm at. on. Yeah. Yeah. And so now Oprah jumps on and says, hey, I'm in. And DJ Khaled, whoever, who, if you're in social media, like, you know who that guy is. Yeah. He jumps in and yeah. says, I'm in. And they're all making piles of cash. And you've got people that are capable of running a business you know, that will make huge amounts of money, like this new CEO, this Minnie Grossman. And you put it all together and you have an absolute disaster for the average person that can't tell the difference between what makes sense or what can't make sense because they're just looking for a rope to grab because they're drowning. Well, and the thing is, is they are trusting these big names and they're saying, you know, this really affluent person is saying that it's okay. And so they, they, Get on board because they figure, well, you know, they're, they're an intelligent person. They know what they're talking about and because they've been very successful. And so I'm going to trust them. I, I'm a very trusting person. And, and so I could, I could be so easily sucked into something like that, but I've become a lot smarter. Since yeah. Then. You know what, you know why you've become smarter? Because yeah. by going, because by going, I mean, time would certainly do that. But by going through our program, okay, yeah. our program forced you to actually look at situations like this right. and see it for what it is. And you and I have had several conversations. And Jen, when right. I talk to people on our program all the time, I get calls from them saying, oh, my gosh, did you hear that they, oh, what is the last one somebody said? Uh, did you hear that they now have a keto pill? You know, because keto is <laughs> the next trap that everybody's fallen into. And yeah, the reason you're laughing about it, because you understand how it works, because you went through my program and like you see what's going on now. So let me tell yeah. you what happened next year. OK, so now Weight Watcher stock is totally tanked. And by the way, it started tanking in January, like when it should have been doing well, because, you know, everybody's starting every diet. But it was so awful and the results were so bad and membership was so bad. Because it doesn't make sense. Okay. So then if you see the advertisements on TV right now, Weight Watchers has changed their name. They're rebranding. The name now is WW. Oh, yes. I get their emails all the time. Yes. And mm -hmm. the whole thing with WW is, okay, is the, they're now focusing on overall health. Their focus is, look, I mean, rather than focus on weight, you know, let's just look at your overall health. And you'll see that they are now partnering with organizations to follow through with that plan. So 
you'll see that they now have an, uh, an arrangement with uh, Blue Apron, which is a place that ships you oh, food. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. They yes. also are partnering up, partnering up with an organization called Headspace, which is a meditation app. And so instead of focusing on weight loss and actually getting thin and being healthy, it's more of a let's just like think that we feel good. And when it comes to the Blue Apron deal, mm-hmm. if they sign up with Blue Apron and now they get a deal for the food that you buy from Blue Apron, right? how is this not Jenny Craig? This is true. You buy their food. Blue Apron prepares it for you, correct? Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's absolutely right. So tell me this. With these companies like Nutrisystem, Jenny Craig, there's a place that's expanding right now that I think is just, I, I hate what they're doing. It's called Profile by Sanford. They're kind mm-hmm. of uh, riding on the keto coattails, but providing food like a Jenny Craig. They're mm-hmm. doing what's hot and instead of my opinion, what I think is right. Mm-hmm. Weight Watchers, once again, whatever direction the people are going, they just go that direction and it appears that they try to sell them what they need so that they can make whatever money they can. I mean, that's the way that it feels to me. I'll, ha- I'll tell you this. this. This is my thoughts. I'm not going to lie. I, I love the idea of being um, affluent enough to be able to hire my own cook to fix my own nutritious food. I, I think that sounds really cushy and nice, but, but, you know, like Blue Apron and that's what they, they would do is they just prepare it for you and you don't have to do it, put any thought towards it. But the thing is this, how do you ever learn? You don't learn the value of what food is because somebody else is doing it for you. You're absolutely you're right. Trusting, you're putting all of your responsibility into someone else's hands. And that's dangerous because there's going to come a time where it's all going to be on you and you've got to figure out, okay, what, what am I supposed to do here? And you're going to leave people high and dry once again. Yeah. And I'm going to argue with you on one thing. I don't think that is dangerous. You have the money to be able to afford to do it for the rest of your life. Oh, well, yeah, sure. For the rest of your life. I think having somebody prepare your food and having a trainer every single day is the best way to lose weight. Okay, however. I would love it. Yeah, I know. That's why you wonder how all these stars, they do well, because they have trainers and they have people preparing Uh, stuff for them. Yeah, and they have support. But if you can't afford to buy food for the rest of your life and you can't afford to have a trainer every single day, it probably makes more sense to lose your weight not having those things than to have them yeah. for a short time and then not be able to maintain your weight when you go back to living normally. So here's something interesting. Everything I've said to you, I've confirmed in several different sources, but there's one mm-hmm. that I haven't been able to confirm. And that is, and I believe this to be true based on something that I saw. I don't think that you have to set a goal weight at Weight Watchers anymore. Uh, okay. <laughs> because it's not focused. You're not necessarily focused on weight loss. It's this overall health, just feeling better. And you, I have a theory why That's they, lazy. I have a theory why they would not require a goal weight. I think this is super important, but why do you think they wouldn't provide it? Cause I have a theory. If they never have to worry about that then they just like, okay, I'm feeling better. Life is good. I feel really good at 165 pounds, you know, even though I'm five feet tall. Yeah. Five (laughs) five foot tall. And so, you know, to me, I think it's a really lazy way of looking at it. 
it's a, because do you agree that it's you, a way of being softer about the whole thing? Yeah. So you don't yes. hurt anybody's feelings. That's exactly right. And so, yeah, I can feel really good at 175 pounds. I'm in the peak of health. Because I'm healthy. Yeah. No, it is. Un- it, correct. It is completely unhealthy. No, I'm saying that's what they would think, though. They say, well, yeah, you know, yeah. I feel good. At least I'm healthy. I'm not at a weight I should be or anywhere near it. Exactly. But as Mindy Grossman told an analyst, healthy is the new skinny. Think about that a minute. You talk about <laughs> branding. You know, the, the thing about being thin and actually being at your goal weight, that's a number. You know if you're there or not. You know if you're in a healthy yep. range. But you know how many people I talk to that they'll come in and they'll say, you know, I'm, uh, you know, I'm starting Tony. And this I hear this so often. A uh, guy will come in and he'll be 310. Okay. And let's say seven, or not seven feet tall, six feet tall. But he's 310, right? Mm-hmm. And he's 30. They always come in and say, yeah, I need to lose some weight, you know, mostly weight because I'm really pretty healthy. In fact, my doctor said I'm one of the healthiest fat people he's ever met. <laughs> and see, people want to hear that. They want to, mm-hmm. well, I don't have a bunch of problems right now, so I'm a healthy fat person. I'm, you know, I'm still really active, so I'm healthy. But the truth is, if you're carrying tons of weight around with you, like, you're really not healthy because you're deve- as as a nurse okay you tell me those people that are healthy now and they they're 60 pounds overweight or more and their blood pressure is not a control they don't have any problems right now but the problems down the road they're developing while they're thinking they're healthy do you agree with that oh yeah oh yeah i think what well my thoughts are this when you are really heavy and a lot more a lot more than you should be the stress on your joints, the yeah, stress exactly. on your heart is so intense that eventually, maybe not now, but eventually it is going to create its own problem. Because all through nursing school, when a, the number one, well, there was two silent killers. One of them was smoking and the other obesity. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Those those two things are the ones that are going to get you faster than anything. And they and they will take your life faster than anything. It's true. There is so many of my patients that have serious, serious health problems because they are overweight. And it because it creates a cascade of events that start happening with your body. Yeah, this is my problem with her making a statement like this. And instead of actually focusing on real measurements that, you know, you're going the right direction with your health, just to make it kind of a, uh, you know, an open-ended, well, if you're healthy, that's the new skinny. So if you're 100 pounds overweight, but you're healthy, you know, that's the new skinny. It's Mm -hmm. misleading. It's another way to confuse people, in my opinion, that could be going the right direction otherwise if they understood that, you know, you really should, maybe, maybe your goal weight range is, 135 to 155 that they'd be confused well yeah but maybe i'm 175 but i'm still healthy that's what the doctor said but later on you know they end up with problems with that so i want to show you something interesting my the whole purpose of this call is not necessarily to uh, to bash weight watchers because i have some of the same feelings uh, about what uh, jenny craig does and i have some of the same feelings of what this company profile now does. I just, I cannot stand what they're doing. I think it is so bad, but I want to show you. Okay. If you go to their Wikipedia page, go to the Weight Watchers Wikipedia page 
And all the way down at the bottom, you will see that it lists all of the changes to the program, like how the program was altered over the years. And you'll see from when Gene Neidich started it in 63 to 1979, there are no changes. It was get control of your food, exercise, mm-hmm. get support. Basically what my program offers. At 1979 to current, you will see this huge list, just one thing after the other. They do this for points plus, and then this is free, and then this is free, and they made this. It's just constantly changing the program every year, every couple of years to do what, appearing to do whatever they have to do to get people to sign up, whether it makes sense or not, even if it is creating a list and saying, here's 200 foods that somehow magically these don't count. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, exactly. So, guys, this went way longer than what I was expecting. And I hope it turns out the way that I have it planned because our goal is this. If you're doing great on Weight Watchers, I want you to keep doing great on Weight Watchers. But I also want you to look at the world and the industry, the dieting industry, a little bit harder and ask yourself, if a company is selling you a food that you're not going to want to eat after you're done dieting, does it make sense to eat it now? Like, that's Jenny Craig. How in the world are you going to maintain your weight eating foods that they're selling you when you're going to want to go back to regular foods later? When you look at Weight Watchers and a company's trying to sell, get, tell you that all these foods are free, are they doing it because it's true, because it's science, or is it sales pitch so that you'll buy something? When these companies will say you need to take a pill or some magic berry is going to help you, are they trying to sell berries and shakes or is it because it's real science? If you look at some of the programs that you're doing right now, and Jen, I know you have eyes for this now. Like you see these hustles all the time and you instantly see yep. them for what they are. Whereas you were going through your life, you signed up for every one of these plans. I did. Yeah, I did. Jen, we are way out of time. Our, <laughs> our 30 minutes. Like if you were exercising during this, uh, sorry, we went long, but I've been, I would have had a really damn good workout. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Maybe somebody got an hour workout instead of a half hour workout. That's awesome. Hey, Jen, thanks for taking the time today. And, uh, can't wait to do the next podcast with you. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Guys out there trying to lose weight. Good luck. Keep working hard. Believe in yourself. Don't look for the shortcuts. It's hard work. Never, ever, ever give up gang. Yeah. It's worth it. All right. See you later. Thank you. Bye.